right, that's enough. <laughs> I know. I sound I sound too too much like the original song. But hello everyone. Welcome to episode three. Pokemon. That is the theme of today. I'm your host, Lupton, and I'm here with your co-host. Can you introduce yourself? Uh my name is Fen. <gasps> I I came here for the first time. Hoping to learn more about Pokemon. <laughs> Your first time, you liar, and also a special <laughs> guest star. Introduce yourself now. I'm a friend of me code. I'm here with the guys, the boys, the lads. We're going to lad. speak about Pokemon. The lads. And whatever they have planned. Because uh, <laughs> they say I know a lot about Pokemon, but I just, I just see a lot of YouTube. Just knows how to use Porygon Z in competitive battle for some reason. Oh man, I you know I don't know what it is about the word lads, but I love it when people use that word. I'm like, yes, the lads. <laughs> That's who very, we are. Very British. That's right. Very British. Anyways, we are talking about Pokemon today, mainly because you know Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming out pretty soon. It's coming out within the, a little less than the next two weeks, and we're all kind of getting hyped for it. Going to see how uh, Pokemon's going to take this new direction going off with this new game and I'm I'm very excited for an open world Pokemon game. I think the world is ready to see what I'm they ready have. to see more ghosts. Oh yeah, dude. There's you know, <laughs> we were looking at the uh <laughs> we're looking at the uh the leak, I guess, to say Pokédex and I was looking at all the ghost types in the game and I could only find 6 ghost types in the leaked Pokédex. So there's just enough to have a mono team. That's right. I'm so going to have that mono team. But, um, are they like varied or are they any pure ghost types? There is one pure ghost type, and I think that's Miss Magius. Hmm. I know. Very strange one. Uh, you know what is funny? I don't think, Code, you, I don't think you know, but the, uh, we talked, me and Ven, we talked about this uh, a couple days ago, actually, but the, uh, starters <laughs> actually, uh, this leak came out, and the starters are actually going to have a Different third Hisuian form, like Hisuian evolution, and it's gonna change their typing. We don't know what they look like yet, but we do know what the typings are gonna be. I think then yeah, I told you about how they were gonna be different to the norm, and that Cyndaquil was gonna be a ghost fire type. Yeah, and that's just perplexing to me on a certain spiritual level. I know. But then again, the thing I'm gonna do is. I, it's not going to matter what my starter is. I'm going to run up a mountain and try and capture as little rest as possible. <laughs> so Typhlosion is going to be a uh, fire ghost type. Uh, Samurott, the evolution of Oshawott, obviously, uh, is going to be a water dark type. It's going to be a pseudo Greninja. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then... Um, th this one just throws me off. I can't even imagine it. I don't know why. Just The thought of it just hurts. But Decidueye is going to be a grass-fighting type. I mean, I could see it. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know what would be dope, actually, is if he kind of kept the same look, but instead of using a bow like his signature, he, like, pulls out these, like, leaf blade knives. That would be sick, actually. I don't know why. I think of Berloom. I think of Berloom when I think of grass-fighting. Berloom? Wait, who's yeah. Berloom? Hold on. I think, I think of Serena when I, when I hear the words grass-fighting. Berloom, Berloom, Berloom. It's a Gen 3 Pokemon. Uh, Isn't that Mushroom Pokemon? <laughs> oh, Breloom! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one, dude. 
Oh, yeah. Breloom. It's, I mean, that's okay. I just found out I'd been pronouncing Arceus wrong the entire, my entire life. I've been calling him... I mean, the person that says that GIF is pronounced GIF is still wrong, so Pokemon could still be wrong, and I'm just gonna keep calling it Arceus. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been calling it Arceus since day one, dude, and I just found out, like, I was watching the Legends Arceus trailer, and they said Arceus, and I was like, wait, what? I've been pronouncing it wrong. Like, I mean, since I started playing the games. They're literally the same meaning. Or literally, like, the same name. Just yeah, just saying it differently. It's the pronouncing and everything. You know, I got curious, because you guys were talking about uh, grass fighting types. And, like, what you think about. So I wanted to see who I could find that's a grass fighting type. Like, I wanted to see all of them. Oh my god, is there any? I oh, know, like... well, I guess that, yeah, Verizian is one. That's a one I did not think about. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Breloom, of course. Um, hold on one second. Serena? Is Serena, uh... How do you even spell that? Serena? Let me see. Is that actually grass fighting? It it feels like it is. No, it's... Pokemon Unite has made it feel like it is. Yeah, no, Serena's actually just a grass type. Wow, so much power. <laughs> so the only, uh, the only normal... Oh, Chestnut! <laughs> I even chose Chespin when I played X and Y, that's funny. Chestnut is also a grass fighting type. Are they? Yeah. You'd think they'd be like grass rock or something like that. Oh, man. I, you know what? I thought it was grass steel. Really? I mean, I think originally when we when we first when it was first announced, I thought it was gonna be grass steel the way it looked. It's that, yeah. It's that shell. It's that. But, you know the uh, how the triangle for fire, grass, and water works, mm -hmm. like for type effectiveness. There's another triangle in the game which. It, it, which should be obvious to most people, I feel like, is uh, fighting, psychic, and dark. Yeah. And that's what they did in X and Y, I believe, right? With Greninja being a dark type, Chess, Chesspin, uh, full evolution was a fighting type, and then Fennekin's final evolution was a psychic. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, that's what they did. I never knew that. You know, this... I feel like, was it ghost fighting in dark? Man, dude, I feel like that. Oh man, it's hard to say what's better in that scenario. Yeah, because they do cancel each other out. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird cancelization. I mean, like, I guess technically Typhlosion would have a advantage in this scenario. You know what's funny? With the ghost that? typing, at least I don't know, but. but I think is interesting about that type of uh uh typing is the fact that they actually make the whole chromosome uh thing when it when it comes to uh their typings the chromosome yeah like biologically the whole like helix thing or whatever mm -hmm. um they kind of like there's not one better than the other I kind of lost the thought as I was thinking of the thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm totally lost. <laughs> it's all right. I'm lost too now. It's okay. <laughs> it happens. Do you, I, 
do you guys want to hear what the Pokédex is, or do you want to do you want to just wait? Is it is it a notebook? I feel like it's gonna be a notebook. Or are you telling me that someone teleported a, a futuristic Pokédex into the past? No, I'm saying like, isn't it a phone? <laughs> it's it, wait, it's it gonna be, be no. It's it's gonna be a. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. What is it? It's a phone! <laughs> yeah, I thought so. I thought it read that it was a phone. Bro, why is there a phone? Like, no. No, it's like, an, it's like an iPhone, but it's in the shape of Arceus. Yeah. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Get a running wild. You get your own little tablet. That's weird to think that we have that technology. But you know what's also weird is like looking at the style of how the Pokeballs look. Yeah. Like it's, it's like a wooden Pokeball. Yeah. It's or really, no, not even. It's like a steampunk it's really Pokeball. You know what is the it, isn't, like a, isn't it like rock and uh, wooden craft stuff it, like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what the first Pokeball like design was technically for the lore? Mm -hmm. It was like this little like metal ball with a red cap on it hmm. i think that was the first uh the first ever pokeball created in the pokemon universe at least yeah oh dude i'm so excited for legends arceus uh, you, uh i think i also heard that there's gonna be like so there's obviously the the quests that you can do to like you know fill out the pokedex like go find this pokemon is what it's probably gonna be like because they're probably going to be like, oh, there's this weird fire horse out there. Can you go find it and name it for us? And you're going to be like, oh, this is it. You're going to bring is, This is going to give too many people who are immature too much power. Well, you probably can't name it. They'll probably bring it back and be like, oh, wow, we should name this Ponita or something. Who knows? But, um... Mm. Oh my god, I lost my original train of thought now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah. There's gonna be, like, special quests to find shinies, too, I believe. From what I've heard. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm very curious about the whole noble um, Pokemon. And now that I keep thinking about it, so the noble Pokemon I saw was actually a cleaver. <laughs> cleaver. That, like, yeah. Because when I looked at Cleaver, and then I finally got a chance to relook at the Noble Pokemon, I'm like, wait, that's just a enraged Cleaver. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. There's going to be like the random Gigantamachus from... Uh, There's probably going to be multiple like types of those Pokemon as like boss fights. It won't be like Gigantamaxing, it's just going to basically make them look angry. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're gonna get, so we're going to get frowny eyebrows on our Pokemon. They like glow golden. Yeah. They look angry. It's weird. Yeah. I thought some of the Pokemon is just a slightly yellowish version with massive fucking eyebrows. I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> so the other day I was I was talking to Ven and he, I just told him that Cleaver was actually an evolution of a uh, Scyther. He was like, "Oh, ew, disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought so. I thought I read something about that. Yeah. It's it's gonna be like. You can evolve it into Cleaver or Scizor. Up to you. But is the how are the the evolutions? Is it like a stone or it's, it is, it's, a, it's a mineral? Um, specifically to heat. Uh, the Cleaver. Oh. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, I meant the mineral is found in Tizui region. Okay, I said it. <laughs> it's weird getting used to the name Hisui. Considering, I, like, it's supposed to be Sinnoh, right? Right. It's really weird it to think about. I mean, they changed the name, so many people have trouble pronouncing it. Well, it's because it's, like, technically supposed to be, like, almost similar to, like, feudal, uh, feudal age Japan. So, yeah. like, it makes sense name-wise, um, because it's kind of in that time frame for, for the, uh, Pokemon universe. My question, will I be able to, to throw hands against other strangers? <laughs> throw hands? I don't think there's an actual fight option. <laughs> no. That would be weird. Although, I do wonder if you can throw poke, like Pokeballs at humans. Probably rock. You probably could. It might just, it might just like bounce off of them, though. And they might like, piss off. Pokeball. <laughs> Dude, what if there was like a retrieval option? That would be interesting. Like you yeah, can go and it, just pick it up off the ground if if uh, if you missed. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, like, gonna, I mean, it's gonna be pretty dumb if there's not people are not exactly caught in battle now. Like I know there's probably, I know there's probably not gonna be a master ball in the game, but can you imagine just throwing a master ball and missing? Oh, I would so do that. <laughs> just throw it straight up into the stratosphere. Right. Although I'd probably like put it on a shelf. There was like, if you had like a little cottage all to yourself, right? I just put it on a shelf and never touch it. I just look at it. <laughs> Pretty. Totally yeah. understand that. <laughs> well, you make a Pokeball collection, Ben. If there's multiple Pokeball types, <gasps> probably actually. Dude, what's your favorite Pokeball? Do you guys know what your favorite Pokeball is? Mine is a premier ball, like the original one. Yeah. So, mine is actually the... I think it's called the Cherish Ball? Yeah, the red one? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the special event Pokemon. Mm -hmm. The only way you can get that. I have a, a Marshadow with one of them. Pretty cool. Man. My favorite Pokeball is actually the Lure Ball. I just love the uh, the red blue in it. Like it has a total has a totodile aesthetic to it. Oh yeah, the great ball. Well, no, not the great ball. It's called the lure ball. Oh. Okay. It's uh it increases your chance of catching Pokemon off of fishing rods, I believe. Oh yeah, it doesn't it have a moon on it? Uh, here, let me show you. I have a picture right here. It it it's basically blue. It has a red. Yeah. It has oh this... yeah, it was it was introduced in in Gen two. Yeah, I love the. But uh, they haven't really used it since. Oh, it there was guess what? So in uh, Sword and Shield, it there was one lure ball in the game that you could get. There was only one. Really? Yeah. Super hmm. weird to think about because, uh, yeah, they only capture fish Pokemon really. Yeah, dude, I would love to have a Totodile in that thing. That would just make me so happy. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty cool. But Sword Shield didn't like me like that. No. Uh, I'm gonna have to wait another game because he's probably thousand years. That's right. <laughs> another thousand years <laughs> for freaking Total Love being in the next game. I'm trying to find the Pokédex leak. 
<laughs> maybe they'll have DLC where they'll be able to go to the Kanto region in the past or something. Wait, what? Oh, that would be interesting. Oh. Can you imagine if... Dude, what if, like, Legends... Pokemon Legends, like... What if they it started, actually... like, making these types of, uh... They made, like, more series? Just, like, based off the past and other regions, too. What if they just connected them all? <laughs> like, one big game. story? What if it was, like, Destiny, yeah. where it's just expansion packs? Like, the se- Yeah, this, yeah. The sequel No, exactly. Except, do better than Destiny and actually make a freaking story arc. <laughs> like, yeah, they kind of got too big for their britches, but... That's alright, but, um, yeah. But I like the idea of, of like, if they could build off our, um, Arceus and, uh, make, like, other regions. Especially if you can go back to... I, I feel like I have a bias for Hoenn. Like, Hoenn was my region, technically, even though I started in Johto. Um, but Hoenn's when I really, like, got into it. Yeah. Spin off? Well, Legends of Arceus is already technically a spin off, isn't it? Or is it a mainline game? It's 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 technically a spin off, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess. It's technically a spin off. But it could be a mainline if it goes well. Imagine if they use that formula for the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games. I. Wow! (laughs) I don't think I've ever played Pokemon. I don't think I've ever I've... played a mystery dungeon full through. Um, yeah, I haven't either. Like, I like the idea of the mystery dungeons, but the whole story behind mystery dungeons is the fact that you're a human that got ported into a Pokemon's body. I mean, and then... they, they do give it a twist. It's not always the same reason. Well, yeah, but in the end of the day, that's literally what you are in all of them. Mm-hmm. It's just a really human in Pokemon's body. You don't really need much more. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's... In in Destiny, you're literally a reanimated corpse. Yeah. Yeah, true. Look at that. Nothing like a walking zombie. That's right. With feelings. Feelings. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking... So I'm looking at the uh, Pokédex here. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight new Pokemon that we know about right now. New being like um, type changes and stuff. Oh, like yeah. Growlithe is a rock fire. Voltorb is electric grass. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> Zerua. Yeah, I, I thought he'd be electric steel or something like that. Oh, nah, he's electric grass. I mean, I guess if you think about it, because uh, the Pokeballs are wooden now, right? So Voltorb mm. is also <laughs> wood. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. That that's a funny typing too for him. Yeah. Like it, it that actually sense, but... that actually is a good typing. No, yeah. Like it, it nullifies ground a little bit. Which is Electric's only weakness, I believe. And I mean fire doesn't really have that strong of affinity with electric on him. Yeah, and there's only there's not that many fire types in the Hisuian region, I think. Oh wait, never mind. They've added quite a few. <laughs> there was not this many in the Sinnoh region, okay? Apparently, um, Ma- Magby's in the game. I mean, Zoro wasn't in. Uh, Vulpix. The Sinnoh region. 
Nine <laughs> Ninetales yeah. is uh, gonna be in the game too, so never mind. Pretty sure Valorant wasn't either. <laughs> yeah, no, it's borrowing from quite a yeah. bit of different regions, but it also <laughs> actually shows something interesting, though. It shows that a Pokemon connection. Migrate? Well, yeah, but it also shows a connection with Gen Five and Gen Four, which um, before. Um, before they like shipped it over to Gen Five, um, like, um, like the Sinnoh region was quite a ways from, um, like Hoenn and also Johto and Kanto. The only ones that really were close together were Johto and Kanto because they literally made them neighbors. Yeah, um, <laughs> but and Hoenn and Sinnoh they decide to make them excluded from each other. So, the fact that there is some Gen 5 Pokemon in Arceus tells me that they're a little bit, at least a little bit more closer than initially thought. Even though what's funny about that is Gen 5, I think, is technically the most disconnected entry in the series. Because it literally tried to change the whole world of Pokemon. They tried to add in a whole fresh new coat of paint with 151 new Pokemon. You know, they didn't, want to, they didn't want to make it so that at each gen just kept adding regions and you just kept going to past regions after you finished the game. <laughs> no, they tried to do a hard reset on the series. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what happened. And you know, uh, it did not work. Yeah. Dude, you know what's sad? I like I actually really like Gen 5 sprites. They were only used in Gen 5. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Also, Code, you said you're going straight for Zuru when you get the game, right? I'll try to. Dude, I, you know, I, I hate you know I'm things. I hate Zuru's typing in this game. <laughs> it's odd, oh, yeah. to say the least. Normal, normal ghost. ghost. Like, what is a normal ghost? Wouldn't that just be a ghost? <laughs> that's that's that was the joke we made too. <laughs> he's he's not just a ghost. He's a normal ghost. <laughs> he does look sick though. I like his model. I do wonder. Oh, I wonder what would he? Which one is Just looks like he had a bad hair day. Yeah. Oh, what do you wonder, Ben? I I wonder what he would be really weak to, because his weakness type. Is just strange. Oh like, my god! I just realized something. I'm so sorry. That's he, fair. he only has one weakness. I told you before he has a ghost type weakness, but ghosts can't hit normal type. Right. So his only weakness is dark, which is funny because that was his previous typing. <laughs> Very strange. Do you think the uh, the thing with that would be? That, like he, like he just got hit by dark type so much that he just ended up evolving into a dark type just to get <laughs> less pounded. Probably from dark types. And then he just got pounded by fighting types. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and then the will be a, a, a fighting type of some sort. Although I am curious yeah. to see if he's gonna have like what his ability is gonna be because you remember regular Zoroark's ability was so amazing when it first came out. 
That was strange. It was, uh, you know, he, he he would come out as like a as a trickster Pokemon. He would uh, come out as someone else in your party, and so. Oh yeah. And it wasn't until when he got hit. When did you come out as the first uh, Pokemon slot? No, I was the last actually. Oh. So, it, like, I mean, if you could, if you could line it up so that, like, if it's still the same ability, which would be cool, uh, then you could like line it up so that it looks like it's a, uh, um, it looks like a uh, what? What's a uh, what's a typing that he's a? Uh, you see something? If you can make it look like he was a psych. No, I'm not psychic. I'm looking at the wrong hit. Aurora. <sighs> Damn it. Like, make him look like a poison type or a, uh, a freaking normal type or something. So that people try to use a ghost or a fighting type on him and it doesn't work. That'd be kind of cool. Because the old Zoroark didn't have any immunities except for Psychic. But now, uh, the new Zoroark has three immunities, which is hilarious. Ghost fighting and normal. Yeah. It's gonna be very interesting. Now that I've realized that he only has one weakness and it's Dark type, it kind of makes me appreciate it more. Are we gonna see Pokemon that were once fossil type Pokemon out in the wild? (laughs) True! You just see Kabutops walking around. You see an Aerodactyl flying above. That'd be kind of cool if they did that. I don't know how far back in time this takes place, though. Was it like a hundred years before Sinnoh or something like that? Um, I think technically they said it was somewhere around like a hundred to hundred something years. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bravery is getting a psychic type now. Oh, Wideer is getting a uh, psychic type too. And then, of course, oh. what? I, I do got confirmation is ranged between 400 and 100 years ago in the timeline. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that could be possible, right? Or are these prehistoric Pokemon? Uh, they're like they're kind of prehistoric. They're around the uh, ages when there was, believe it or not, multiple Mews roaming around. Ooh, crazy! Are you, that's I know. Far, actually. I was uh, I was doing a lot of research on the lore, dude, and there's some very interesting stuff to learn about out there. But let's just say, like the first ages, the they called it, I think, the ages of the ancient or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, it all started with Arceus, and Arceus uh, created uh, created Dialga and Palkia, and Garatina, and then he he banished Garatina. He was like, no, you're the bad child. <laughs> you look weird. Yeah, because uh, I think because like when Dialga and Palkia were trying to do their things, Garatina would just like, you know, he was just the aggressive one that attacked them, and he was like, "No, let them do their thing," and banished him to the distortion world. He was that one goldfish that would fight every other fish, even though he'd get beat up. Yeah, yeah, and so after that, they were able to do their thing, and then I think, uh, I think Arceus created uh, Groundon and Kyogre next. And Rayquaza was created to keep the peace between the two because they hated each other. Like, cut that shit out. Or I'll cut it for you. And then that's when Lugia and Ho-Ho were made. Well, it's funny enough, uh, not even there. Then he created the Lake Trio. 
the and, lake trio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they came next. And the lake trio are Mesprit, Azelf, and... Uh... Oh. Yeah. And then uh, he didn't even create Mew, apparently. He said Mew just appeared, I guess? I don't know. That must have been Arceus is doing then. Yeah. <laughs> Ar- uh, Mew appeared and uh, containing, you know, the DNA of everything. But there was, like... This is like in an age where there was multiple Mews, and I guess there was a, a an extinction that kind of went around. So Mews kind of, uh, you know, became a uh, rarity. Yeah, there's like only one left, I'm guessing now. But Mew Mew just did the rest, and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna give birth to the rest of the Pokemon. <laughs> and then Mew came along. Yeah, and Arceus like. Oh wait, Arceus did. Man, yeah, there's a lot, dude. There's so much. If you just read the uh, the Bulbapedia wiki page, man, it's crazy, man. I mean, I'm looking at a chart and I'm like, what the heck? Oh yeah. <laughs> it it's got like a chart of all all the legendaries and how they were kind of formed first, Ooh, and then this. all the way down. To what the about Reggie and uh, and the, well, I know yeah, Regis made the Reggies, but who made uh, him? I was about to get to that. Uh, there was a, This was like uh, an age later or something. So there's the prehistoric age, and that's when fossils were around. Uh, oh, before the prehistoric, though, Mew may have been plentiful and lived large numbers. Land masses such as Mount Fournette are created, and Regigigas moves to, moves to the continents. Ooh, who created it doesn't it just kind of skips over it's just like yeah he's just here now i'm gonna assume that mew created regigigas the normal veggies are in the tree of life thingy in that one movie aren't they well i'm remember. just gonna say in this graph it it says that humans created regigigas Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, as a guardian, and then they made the um, Genesect weapon, and hmm. then Mewtwo as a clone. Um, oh! And that goes down a tree. Oh, I saw something really interesting, I think. Oh, man. What are... Something I thought was very interesting. You know who the first ever, like, born trainer was? Like, out of all the games, you know who the oldest trainer technically is? Clearly, mm-hmm. it's the who is <laughs> Well, <laughs> besides, besides that, besides that, technically, yes, I think. I'm not sure. Yes, no, 100%. Not even a doubt. But, um, after that, you know which game was actually technically the most in the past that was a uh, black and black and white really yeah he was the uh he was the first one born that trainer i can't think of his name would be uh, black just simply his name yeah i'm i'm just gonna call him ben because he was <laughs> <laughs> that's what i named him <laughs> that's right oh my god remember the time when we we named, I I named my trainer Ben, but then I also named my rival Ben. Ben. It's and just a Ben Bonanza. It was. I was versed myself. It was. That's when the enemy demons want to throw hands. Yeah. I think, exactly. 
I think the first time I named my rival then Sword and Shield. <laughs> uh, what game was before that? Yeah, no, definitely Sword and Shield. I think uh, before that I was always naming my rival after our old, old friend, uh, Joseph Code Remembers. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was also into the Pokemon stuff. Speaking of Pokemon, you're on fire! <laughs> yeah. Unite is an interesting one too, because it's like what I really like about the Pokemon series is that they try to keep everything canon to each other. Besides the whole like weird Pokemon Cafe game, that's just like a mix match game. <laughs> right. But like everything's technically canon to each other. Like somewhere out there is a, uh, you know, I like to an island. An island. Yeah. An island where people just come to watch Pokemon duke it out in a weird soccer like fashion game <laughs> yeah oh man so i have a question for all of you uh-huh. right right what is top 10 favorite pokemon oh my god i know i, I know it's like i Gave you the cheat code earlier and was like, hey, guess what? I'm going to ask this later. Ah, come prepared. You better have a good answer. I can go first if you want. All right. And I can explain why for my placements on each one. Oh, God. All right. Right. <laughs> well, you don't have to go as far as I did. But I, I, I spent long, hard thinking about this. It literally took me an hour to create this, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. But at number 10, and this was a really hard decision for me, guys. I had to put Quagsire. I just... There's no... Yeah. Number 10. I had to put him oh, that... okay. I, I had okay. to put him that high up, I know. That, couldn't, I mean, couldn't be lower. He deserves, he deserves better, but... <laughs> I just, like... I was thinking about it. Dude, he's a... I love his face. Can't not love that face. I mean, he... That is just the face of a, of a warrior right there. Someone who's fearless... <laughs> Doesn't fear any yeah, god. Oh shit, you know what? Ditto, <laughs> Ditto does kind of have the same face as Quagsire. I never thought about that. He does. What the hell? They must be like really like directly related. Wait, so if if Ditto trans... You know how in the an- You know how in the anime Ditto transforms and his eyes are still pupils or whatever? So if he yeah. transforms into Quagsire, is it just going to look like Quagsire still? <laughs> yeah, he'll Damn. truly be blended in. Yeah, wow, dude. That's going to make me question a lot now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all in the face there. And uh, I mean... What if, what if Quagsire never existed and it was just Ditto? Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what's the best part about Quagsire, though? Quagsire has to be like an evolution of Ditto. <laughs> he can take... A thunderbolt. Yeah, that's what I was supposed to get into. I was like, water ground typing? Such a good typing. He can't take a grass type move very well, but he can take a thunderbolt. Yeah. He can take the most whatever force of nature and shrug it, but if he touches grass, he dies. I mean, he's bulky too. Either way, right? right? So, like, yeah. he can he can probably survive a grass type move. Also. Well, he's used as a uh, as kind of a like a steamroller like he just yeah or that's not even the right word well he's a tank in my opinion. Tanks. 
He's a tank that just sets up. That's all he does. Like he's a panzer. Yeah, because like I a... I usually do like a leech seed and then um or not leech seed but like a toxic. Just have yeah toxic. Yeah, and then just let the toxic do it the work. He, I think he can learn recover too. So just toxic and then put leftovers on him with recover. Oh my god, it's horrible. Tenta, you horrible being. Toxic stuff. <laughs> such a toxic stuff. I know it's freaking Milotic all over again, but. <laughs> But, I mean, he's also the anti-setup because he has the ability Oblivious, so competitive-wide. If someone just sets up with, like, plus 8 on you or plus 6, you can't do plus 8. Like, attack, and you just throw out Quagsire, it's like, no, no, you didn't you didn't do that. And they're like, what do you mean? It's it's right there. No, it's not. It's, the, it's that pat. I think you tried to use a Quagsire against me when we were doing a Pokemon Showdown, but that thing also went down in one hit because it could not set up. It couldn't. It couldn't survive an energy ball. <laughs> it, could, it couldn't survive a tri attack. Oh god, your tri attacks are strong, man. Porygon Z. Anyways, uh, moving down to number nine. This one, I didn't know where to really put him. He almost was an honorable mention. I couldn't like. Well, I don't really have any honorable. But <laughs> it just. I, I didn't know no if honor. I. I didn't know if I wanted him in my top ten or not. But he he ended up making it, and that's Garchomp. I uh, I personally never really used Garchomp too much. I for the first time I ever put him on my team in Brilliant Diamond, and he he did he did some great work. And I've used him a few times probably in competitive. And he's just he's a really strong mon, especially with his uh, ability Rough Skin, hidden ability Rough Skin, and a Rocky Helmet. He was just like a physical attacker's worst nightmare. Imagine if you could have physical uh, head, uh, abilities in general in the night like that. Yeah, dude. It's just, he's great. Well, what's funny is he has rough skin in Unite. It just doesn't work. <laughs> I, I've only seen it work once, and it was hilarious. The guy had no health. He tried attacking me, and he killed himself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's great with that. That's my favorite way to use him in competitive, but he uh, he's also a very fast Pokemon. So if you throw a uh, a choice scarf on him, and you just put all your stats to max out attack, dude, he's becomes the fastest demon you've ever seen, and he'll just he'll, he'll sweep teams. He's crazy. My uh, back in the day, I had a friend, and his name was Quan, and he and I did competitive Pokemon together a lot. And we just build teams together, and we both had signature Pokemon that we're kind of really known for. In our area, and I, he was very well known for his guard chomp. He ran the choice scarf build I was telling you guys about, and I ran a Charizard, uh, Charizard Y because this was back in the X and Y days. And hmm. dude, our I think my Charizard and his guard chomp went toe to toe all the time. Man, it was like my uh, the only way I was able to kill it though is if like I tried to call out a swap in. And I get a Dragon Pulse off on him. Because it takes two Dragon Pulses to kill him off with Charizard. But if uh, if I didn't get a call in, dude, it would, one rock slide, my Charizard was bye-bye. No more. So, yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for that Pokemon. That is why he is at my number 9 spot. Hmm. Number 8, I have Latios. He's the only legend I have in my top 10. I've always loved this Pokemon. And... Fun fact, this is the only legit shiny I've ever gotten in my life that was a legendary. 
I have one shiny Latios in my Poke... Uh, what do you call it? Poke... not bank. It's something else now, right? Pokemon Home? Yeah. I have, a shiny... I have a shiny Latios in my Pokemon Home right now, and he's just sitting tight, waiting for the next game he can be in. <laughs> wow. Uh, number seven? The greatest Eeveelution ever created. Also, the best Eeveelution shiny. Umbreon. Also, okay, I was about to say. <laughs> also, a, an amazing setup Pokemon. Kind of like Quagsire. He is just a defensive wall, and he can toxic, toxic stall almost anything that was created. Except for steel types and poison types, for obvious reasons. <laughs> wow. Right. And now, my top six. This is where it starts getting... These are my easiest choices. Like, my favorite Pokemon. You know, right here. And this was not hard for me to choose. Number six, AG Slash. That Pokemon, when he came out, was freaking... I heard nightmare stories about him. Absolute god. He was just a, dis a machine. It's funny, because he's the only Pokemon that I've ever played where I'd purposely make him as slow as possible. Because that was the way you had to play him. He had a defensive stance and an attacking stance. And when he was in his attacking stance, he had, like, you know, he was weak and brittle. But when he was in defense mode, he was very strong and could take a lot of hits. And the way you'd play him out is to, uh... You'd make him super mm -hmm. slow so that the other Pokemon always attacks first. And he, mm -hmm. had a, uh, he had a defensive move, right? Called King Shield. Which I think they I think they nerfed the crap out of him after X and Y, but back in the day when you swapped the King Shield dude and you blocked an attack that was physical, <laughs> it would lower their attack by two stages. Damn, dude. Yeah, so it was. Wait, wait. So when does that need to go first, or does King Shield automatically go first? King, that was the thing, dude. King Shield was a priority move. So that's why you make Damn. him as slow as possible. That way you could uh, wait for them to hit you in defense form. Then you swap to attack form, and you hit him with something, and then you swap right back into shield form for the king shield. What you do is you just set up sword dances, and he was just, he was destruction. He was uh, considered a pseudo-legendary at the time. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely love that Pokemon. Great. Super fun and competitive. And he was a ghost steel type, so everything... It was just it was such fun typing. For sure. Number five. I already told you a little bit about him earlier. My man, my boy, Charizard. You know, most people's wow. first Pokemon decision in life. Not mine, though. I just, uh... I had a great time with him in competitive seasons back in X and Y. Uh, he ran a, an X form and a Y form, but I was just such a big fan of his uh, Y Charizard form, his Y Mega Evolution, because it brought in a sunny day, and you could put Solar Beam on him, and that would just answer all your water types. <laughs> Damn. You know, it was great. I loved him. He was, he was amazing. Brought me a lot of joy. Oh, and his, uh, obviously the sunny day would boost his fire attacks too. So he was just he was great. He's so great. And, and yet, I've usually seen people talk more about the X form than the Y form. Yeah, I mean, his X form looks cooler. That's for sure. It looks he's he's an actual dragon in his X form. Yeah, and I think that was the main reason people talked about that form more. 
But I think his Y form was just better. Competitive. Plus, I mean, most people saw him as a dragon, but we all know deep down inside that that, that lovable being is a fire lizard. <laughs> I mean, some could probably argue he was a wyvern. Maybe. Maybe. Which is one step below dragon. <sighs> yeah, he was right there. He just didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number four the big fan favorite i think he's actually i looked up the statistics he's the number two most favorited pokemon in the world hmm. that's lucario makes sense yeah i mean i don't know what they did with him in particular that made him so like oh he wow. just he just uh just a beast dude he's aura and he's Goku. Goku. He is Goku. He's Aura, dude. He's the comeback mechanic in Smash. He's uh, <laughs> he's a uh, freaking. You could you could literally build him however you want. He was a special attacker and an attacker. He'd be both. Like when I did my Brilliant Diamond playthrough, I had a special attacker, Mario on me, or a Sphere. Um, what's the Steel type move called? Flash Cannon. Freaking. Yeah. I can't remember the other two. I think I had E-Speed for one, just so I could have a priority move and another special attack that I can't remember. Dragon Pulse, I think. I was, was. Uh, uh, wouldn't it be uh, Force Blast or something like that? What was that? There's one fighting move that is a ranged special attack, and it's called like Force Blast or something like that. Focus Blast. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's a strong one. I never liked running it, though, because the uh, accuracy was low on that move. Uh. Yeah, but it's a uh, that, that's a good move too. But yeah, I mean Lucario in the anime he talked to Ash. A lot of people love that. He's one of the few Pokemon to ever talk. Besides me, off. Number three. Now this this was hard between two and three. I didn't know who was gonna take number two spot here. I knew it was gonna be one of these two though. But after a lot of thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm obligated to put one here, so I did. But number three is Totodile for me. Totodile wow. was my very first choice. He belongs in the top three, right? Can't be anything less than top three. Some might say he was your first choice. He should be your number one, but he's not, and I'll get to that later. But Totodile was my very first Pokemon. Soul Silver was my very first game, and I fell in love with that guy. The moment I saw him, I was like, get this fire yes. freaking what whatever that was this fire mouse out of here dude i don't know what cynical was i saw totodile and i was like i need this little crocodile in my life <laughs> or i guess he's an alligator i'm not sure <laughs> i think he's a crocodile because his third evolution is literally called crocodile or something like that true true he was uh he was awesome and funny enough he does have a competitive build it's not very well not used or known about but I ran it once, and it worked out because no one really knew what to expect from him. Yeah. That's a, it's a Dragon Dance build. He was awesome. He's a great physical attacker. Kind of bulky. And, I mean, I just fell in love with him, dude. He was my first Pokemon. He, he deserves it. He, he went through my first journey with me. He helped me beat Trainer Red. Damn, dude. At the end of the game. Number two, if you if you know who I am and you know me on Discord or you've seen my Twitch streams, you got to know who he is. 
It's your boy, Buizel. <laughs> Buizel. What? Is he your number two? This is my number two. I know. No one knows. My number one. Who could it be? Code might know. But uh, number two is Buizel. Love that man. Ever since I saw him in the anime, which funny enough, I watched the anime obviously before I got the games. And it was around mm-hmm. the time I got the game when I got Soul Silver for the first time, I saw Buizel on freaking TV and I was like, dude, that, that Pokemon is sick. Aqua Jet looks sick. It wasn't strong, but it was sick. Freaking. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Buizel, dude. He's a little fast swimmer, dude. He's very speedy. I didn't run him in my Brilliant Diamond playthrough, but I feel bad about it now. The only reason I didn't run him, though, is because I picked Piplup. Hmm. Oh, wow. I'm surprised I never even thought about putting Piplup in my... I feel stupid. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I guess. I guess he was just... I guess just he was just not that good. Guess not. Jesus Christ. You know what? He's no, an honorable... There's my honorable mention, number eleven. <laughs> Piplup, dude, I love that guy. He's a penguin. Oh my gosh. But I love Weasel. I love his look. Uh, he's like my profile picture everywhere. It's an awesome, awesome. Pokemon. What do you think about their evolution, though? Floatzel. I I like Floatzel just because he's an evolution of Weasel. That's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> now, number one. Here we are. All-time favorite. The one, the OG, the original dragon, Dragonite. Wow. When I played through my Johto region with Totodile, my first ever, and I was running through uh, Team Rocket's lab, and Lance was with me there, helping me fight along, and he just threw it. When we got to our first fight together, he threw up that beautiful orange specimen i was just immediately jaw dropped i was like what the fuck is that i need that (laughs) and after a few google searches away i found out that it evolves from dratini how weird is that Hmm. (laughs) it is very odd it is they they look nothing alike i know You'd think dratini would evolve into a milotic at least and that charizard or, or that Charmeleon, or at least Charmander, would evolve into Dragonite by the way they look. I honestly like was like thinking, you know, Magikarp. I know it's weird to think, but Magikarp evolving to Dragonite would have made more sense than Gyarados, only because of the whiskers and then the antennas on the head. I and guess the, so. And the color spam. It was almost like they swapped evolutions. You know, they were like. They were like, no, 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 no. Give this blue snake the orange dragon. And the blue serpent goes to the orange fish. <laughs> you know? But uh, I, guess just, I guess they just didn't want Dragonite to be so attainable so quickly. I love that fat dragon, dude. He looks like he's just ready for a hug at any moment. And he looks... He is so strong. I just... He could fly. It just... I loved his design. Uh, when we got to the three new models, I, I started to realize how much more fat he was. But you know, I still love him, dude. I, I don't think he's. I don't think they. I don't think he's like too fat or anything. I still think he's just perfect. He's he has dead bones. There's only one downside to him, and that's his shiny form. We don't talk about that though. I mean, it's it's right along there with uh, freaking Espeon. It's disgusting. 
We don't talk about <laughs> it. It's broccoli. But other than that, like, I mean, Dragonite, I used him so much in competitive, and I think I've gotten my most wins with him alone because he is so good in competitive. And funny enough, I think he's the best character in Unite right now. <laughs> he is a pain to deal with. I was in that, but I have been able to trap him many times. The build that he's good with in Unite, though, throws me off. It's like his Hyper Beam Dragon Dance build is his best build. It, it's it like so much damage. <laughs> it just yeah, it does so much damage, and it's like it's weird to think about because like Outrage looks so much better, but it's not. I wish it I was. Mean, that, also, that also does more damage too. If, I think if you pair it with a freaking muscle band, the attack speed is just insane. It just doesn't. Ah, man, I don't know. It just doesn't kill fast enough, though. Like Hyperbeam does. But yeah, that's mm -hmm. my top ten. You don't. You don't have to go in depth like I did. I just really wanted to explain it. Wow. wow. No. Do you have a top ten ready, Ben? I kind of want to give Code a chance. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to bullshit my way through it, because uh, I, I think I just barely have enough for a top five. <laughs> if you want, you can just do top five. If you guys want, just do top five, okay? Does that make it easier? Does that make it easier, guys? It doesn't. It doesn't make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> it actually puts on more pressure. God damn it. <laughs> Gotta put the uh, pressure on Code. But if we were going from, uh, uh, my number 10 would be Cyndaquil, because he was actually the very first Pokemon I got in wow. one game. So low. Well, it's mainly because of, uh, like, you know I haven't really played many Pokemon games. Yeah. Like, Cyndaquil uh, was, like, the very first Pokemon I got in, uh, in the original, in the one where he came out, in Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I got him in actually Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, the first one. Yeah, I could I could see that being your favorite, your top ten favorite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you remember why he is he is there? Man, that makes me curious oh, what your I first know. favorite is. Okay, I think you already know. <laughs> yeah, I think I know. Okay. Number nine would be Meowth, mainly because I watched the cartoon a lot, and I was like, ooh, Toggy Cat, that's cool. <laughs> and uh, I've used him in, uh, in other games that I've had, and he's quite fun to use with, his, with the whole Fury Sex thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't like the Illusion Persian as much. No, no, no. Uh, have, have you seen his Galarian yeah. forms? <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That is one hilarious thing about him. His, uh, his Galarian form is kind of cool looking. I fucking hate this term so much. Um, that being number nine. Number eight, mainly because of the concept and idea. I really like Zora. Zora slash Zoroark. Yeah, yeah. Cool Pokemon. I love the idea behind him too. The execution was a bit funky to get used to when I played uh, Black and White. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, fun to use. I, I remember, like, I used to just use him in competitive, and, like, I'd throw him out there. And he'd be, you know, he'd look like a different Pokemon. And then, like, yeah. and 
they would think, oh, this isn't a problem. I'll just start setting up. And then the next thing they know, I use Nasty Plot as, like, let's say, Blastoise or something like that. And they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that would be not correct. <laughs> wait a minute. He's faster than me, too. <laughs> oh, no. And then they just take this. Oh, you know what's funny, actually? Zorork has a, a, a unique move, only that he knows, too. I forget what it's called, mm-hmm. though. I wouldn't remember because it's been a long time since I played. So it's called Night Days. Hmm. Night Days was his special move that only he knew. Funny enough, through his leveling up, he only learned one special attack, and that was his best stat: was special attack. Night Days was only learned by Zoroark. Night Days deals damage and has a forty percent chance of lowering the target's accuracy at one stage. Interesting. Yeah. All right, number seven. Let's hear it. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Really thinking about it. <laughs> how about how about we just skip seven, six, and just go five, four, three, two, one? Yeah. Since we're pressing for time here. Well, I have to say, uh, um, in terms of legendaries, the whole Mew and Mewtwo concept would, would probably fill those two slots. Okay. Um, mainly because of the movies and how they mystified him, basically. Oh, yeah. And all the rumors surrounding the Mew. Still under the, it's still under the truck to this day. Truck Mew to this day. You do be there. (laughs) Mm, Number five. That would be going into more stuff that I've played like with recently, and that would be mainly in Unite. I've got to say, the Sedua is pretty fun to use because of the oh yeah, a living shotgun. Yeah, it's funny because like he's so weak, but his the amount of hits he puts in the DPS is insane. It's really insane. It could shut down many Pokemon while in the super. I think, super. I think that's he, just with this normal attack. I think he has the highest DPS outage in the whole game. And funny enough, Pokemon Unite came out with like a uh, the the win loss ratio for every Pokemon in the game. Decidueye mm-hmm. actually had the worst win loss ratio, <laughs> despite having the highest DPS in the game. I mean, that's not surprising. Yeah, <laughs> that is not surprising at all. Like forty three percent. Although most of the win loss ratios were around forty, you know, forty to sixty percent, forty five to fifty five percent around there. Mm. Pretty good, I feel like. Number four would be Jigglypuff, but that's not only because of the Pokemon Unite. That's actually also ties back into the spinoff of Mystery Dungeon game because of the Explorers of the Sky being. Yeah, one of my favorite ones is the Wigglytuff Guild. Mm-hmm. There's also their whole backstory, but I'd rather not divulge too much into that because that'd be long. Number four? No, are we in I think we're on three? three now. Okay. Number three, also because of the concept mainly, it'd be, uh, I think it's Sneagle, that's their name? Sneagle? Or... Yeah. 
No, 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 no. The the artist Pokemon, that one that could basically learn. Oh, Smeagol. <laughs> Isn't Smeagol? it like Smeagol? Yeah, really close. Really close to Smeagol. Yeah, my precious. <laughs> What's funny about Smeagol is that he he technically can learn. He can learn. Like, uh, well, couldn't he learn almost any move? He can learn literally any move in the game. Yeah. With Trace. With Sketch. Yeah, with Sketch. <laughs> he... I can't remember. The I can't remember. Whenever, back in the day when we go into competitive doubles, dude, and I saw Smeagol come out, I was like, oh no, here it comes. Dark Void. You know, Dark Rise special move? Yeah, no. Now it's Smeagol's special move. And he just hits you with it, and everyone's asleep on the battlefield. <laughs> Dark Void. Dark Void hit, like, I think, uh, if you were playing doubles, it would hit both opposing Pokemon. He was a. Would it also hit your teammate? No. Dark Void only hits the opposing. Hmm. Crazy good move, dude. That's why Dark Rai is banned. <laughs> but not Smeagol. Yeah. Smeagol's too good. Smeagol's the best. He is, dude. The fact that you can learn anything is crazy. You know what other Pokemon can learn? can't learn any move in the game, but he can learn any TM in the game. Which one? You. <laughs> really? Really? I yeah. thought he could learn any move. Well, I guess... He can't... He can't technically, but... Technically, he can't. But that's only because of limitations. Hmm. But any TM in the game, yeah. Or any... Yeah. Any of those. <laughs> really? Number two would be Lucario, because uh, Lucario slash Raylu, because uh, movies, I used to learn them a lot in Smash. There's also that, that, yeah, you'd ha you have really big problems dealing with the other. Or OP. Yeah. What else? What else? What there? Oh, yeah, there's the whole fact that in uh, Explorers of the Sky, uh, he was the Pokemon, the first Pokemon that I got, so I got to play him a lot. Oh, that's cool. Really cool Pokemon to have early on. Yeah, and I would, and uh, it was the time when I when I had gone on like a long time without um, playing uh, any Pokemon games, so I was very alien to the whole concept of types, advantages, and whatnot. So I literally passed that whole game just by punching Pokemon <laughs> and throwing rocks. That's funny. And no. I don't mean like a, and I don't mean like the move, uh, a, a move that punches Pokemon. I mean like the basic attack that you can use in that game. Yeah, I know nothing about that game, but I totally get what you're saying. So number one is Polygon Z. Specifically, <laughs> I like the design. Kind of sexy, you know, because oh, you didn't really know much about him until. Much, much later. I never really considered Porygon Z competitive-wise until Code beat me up with them. <laughs> it was crazy. I didn't know that that Pokemon was capable of so much damage output. At a constant yeah, rate, too. Added to you, <laughs> Would a Ghost-type... Um, could Tri-Attack hit a Ghost-type? No, but he did. He could learn the... Or Dark Moves. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, true. That's right. He could learn Dark Pulse, and then he's just like, well, never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I think you tried You tried uh, using a Dark type against him with Porygon, thinking the Tri type would not hit, only to be hit by something else. Yeah. Uh, it's a beast. It's a true beast. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your top 10. Ben, are you ready? Uh, you know what? I will. So. I'm gonna condense mine to like five. That's just fine. because it's hard, man. It well, it I don't think it's necessarily hard. I I think it's just the fact that um I feel like I'd just be dragging on. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think for mine, I got put for five marshy. <laughs> Wait, who? Marshy. Marshy. <laughs> yeah. Who? Marie. The. The electric sheep. Mareep. <laughs> oh, I thought you seen Marsh sheep. <laughs> I mean, that's why I call him. Oh. That's what I call him. <laughs> wow, Mareep. Okay. Yeah. Mareep slash Ampharos is very good. Dude, very have you seen Ampharos' Mega Evolution, Ben? Oh, man. It, it's been a while, but yeah. I have it. He has this long flowing hair. And yeah. Is he electric dragon type? Yeah, it kind of. It, yeah. I. You know what? That fits you. I like it. <laughs> and, like, the whole like reason is is just because. Well, I won't lie. It's just because I have him on the screen. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? It's a good looking Pokemon. Is it? Like on my top five. It's a classic, man. It is a classic. Um, Gen two prodigy, and then like technically number four would be ferret because okay. I've always loved ferret. Yeah, and uh, he he's actually he was also my uh, what's it called my HM Pokemon or yeah my HM Pokemon. So like he would just have. All the HMs I needed to get to where I needed to go, uh, because you know back then you actually had to get Surf and yeah strength. Remember those good old cut. days? <laughs> oh, back when we had to work for it, right? Yeah, where's where's my Bidoof at? Right, <laughs> that was my HM slave. I mean, he technically was the Bidoof of uh, Gen Two. Yeah. But, and then, also, just so I don't keep picking Gen 2 Pokemon. Cause I <laughs> Dude, it don't one. matter who you pick. It matters to me sometimes. <laughs> but, actually, this, we've already talked about why this is my favorite. But, Brelu is three. Oh yeah, Berloom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Berloom is yeah. great, dude. Breloom the only is... the only Pokemon that can learn punching moves without hands. <laughs> right. I mean, he has hands. They're just stubs. I mean, like, <laughs> it's so weird. He's got no fists, but he can learn Fire Punch, Ice Punch, Thunder Punch. <laughs> if Kirby can, Berloom can. Kirby has hands. Kirby has does not have hands. Yes, he does. He's got them little he stubs. Exactly. Oh my 
gosh. Berloom doesn't even have those stubs, though. Berloom has, like, these dangly things. <laughs> I think. Let me look at him again. I'm, I'm looking at him again. Right? Ah! Uh, yeah! Oh, I mean, wait, what the heck? Yeah, I mean, technically he has hands. Oh, I guess he does. Wait, wait! What the f- Yo, I gotta share this <laughs> this anime photo of him. Holy crap, he's got arms? In the anime. You really? Like, true <laughs> arms? Yeah, he's got, like, long arms in the anime. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm showing you guys this. This is weird. I Ignore the face on this, Berlin, but... <laughs> Just ignore the face on him, but <laughs> look at the arms. That's what's important here. Take my time to freaking actually upload. Did I even save it? <laughs> God damn it. I think I failed. Sorry. There we go. Breloom. Upload. Breloom. There we go. There we go. Oh my, oh my goodness. Why is, this, why is this so hard to do? Don't open so, the drag and drop or copy and paste. I'm trying. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's it's like the fun. There it is. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, for sure. Huh? So yeah, he does have arms. He has more arms than Kirby. I love that face. I'm actually gonna save it. In <laughs> <laughs> the next one. But yeah, it's right. it's so weird to look at that because like. His in-game model looks like this. It looks like a tiny Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> it's got no arms. I think that's what you call the artistic license. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyna's looking at me like, what is that? <laughs> um... Okay, I like it. Berlin was what three, three? Yeah, oh, three. Damn. Okay, what's two? No, so what's two? This is also another curveball, and I'm throwing curveballs out there because the fact that like half your guys' list is Pokemon I choose too. So it's like <laughs> I have, I have, I have to revise one of my picks, which was the whole Mew and Mewtwo thing, because I just remembered one Pokemon. Specific. Okay. But first, let's finish your list and let's see if anyway. it appears. Anyway, second one. <laughs> I don't one. think you're that. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> I'll take a moment of silence. I'm sorry. It, he changed. He changed his profile picture, guys. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, but, uh, silence for two. But two is my while. A while, yeah, dude. Wild. X and Y monster, <laughs> and the fact that it went from just being this random steel type man eating plant to a steel fairy type. For some I know reason. the fairy came out of nowhere. I thought it was a dark type before. Am I wrong? No, I think it was just steel. Hmm. Um, let me look at this. Really? think so yeah yeah i guess you're right weird i thought it was like a dark type before it looks like a dark no, type it, it so has the... a lot of uh dark type moves i believe yeah it does yeah. yeah like his 
his moveset is like literally all dark types, which is funny <laughs> because he has barely any steel type moves. Or fairy for that matter. Um But yeah. I I always liked seeing this Pokemon in uh, the cave on the yeah. to second. Yeah, it's the second gym leader for Hoenn. And I always try to go after it. But Yeah. It's a good one, dude. It's a really strong yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, and it's like it's one nobody really thinks about anymore, I feel like. I, I I will be honest, I do forget about him. Yeah, he's very forgetful. I actually used him. He was on my main team in X and Y. Because uh, Mega Mawile was destruction. Yeah. Play Rough was like, you know, fairy types were brand new at the time. Play Rough was just brutal to everything. With huge power. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For another moment of silence. Oh crap, should we get a drum roll? Oh, sure. Drum roll? Cyndaquil. What? <laughs> no way! I know, I, I, I know Kodori chose it, but it is actually my number one favorite. Not only because is it my first Pokemon ever, but <gasps> it's <too>. also <laughs> it is also uh my most sought I felt like it was the most sought after Pokemon I I ever tried to get. Dang. Like because of the whole split thing, because back in the day when they split it up from going from Ruby and Sapphire from gold and silver, there wasn't really <laughs> that transfer. You couldn't. It was literally cut off. Even <laughs> though technically the Pokedex or the national decks was still it, it didn't like stop. Yeah. Like I think there was there was one way to getting them. But you had to get the national decks. And there was had to be some way you got it. That but cable. it wasn't as clear cut <laughs> as it is now. I know. Thank God for Pokemon Home because it makes things so easy. The internet makes things very I mean trans just like Getting things from DS to DS was hard enough. I, I can't imagine people that were actually OG gamers on the Game Boys. Like that transfer cable. Oh god damn, that looks painful. <laughs> imagine like going corrupt midway through. Oh hurt your soul probably. I was gonna say I, I remember having that wireless like thing that plugged into your Game Boy. Yeah. And like that's how we did Pokemon else back in the day which i like the wireless one um but i also had the the wired one of course of course for for the game boy color yeah that was that was interesting it's (laughs) weird to think about now because like everything multiplayer is now through the internet through the waves through the wa through the wifi yeah the wifi yeah dude Oh man, Cyndaquil. Man, you guys must be. I mean, I already know you are, but it's super convenient that Cyndaquil is going to be a starter for uh, Legends Arceus, and I'm I'm ready to join the Cyndaquil game. I I won't put him over Totodile though. I refuse. But I'm I'm I mean, ready. To... I already told you. I already told you my plans for Pokemon Arceus. <laughs> I find it funny that each one of the starters of Arceus is 
a starter I I oh, love yeah. in their respective generations. Oh yeah, you know we were talking about that the other day. Each of the starters in Legends Arceus has been Ven's choice in those particular games. <laughs> yeah. So I I really did have a hard choice there, and it really made me ponder this list a little bit. I know I didn't add all of them in here, but yeah, um, Cinequil has always been a top favorite through the generations since yeah. well since Gen two. I mean, like the new starters are cool and all, but they'll never they'll never be up there like your first starter was. Yeah, like funny enough, I've actually like. The starters I've been choosing lately, I feel like they're like not up to par with like the competitive scene that I like as much. Like for example, uh, with Sword and Shield, I chose a uh, Sobble, which I don't regret at all. Oh my God, code! That changes profile <laughs> picture too. Live, um, but <laughs> to a low, to a low tat of all things, but um, we'll say perfect choice. Sobble, I don't regret that choice at all. Really cool Pokemon. But like, if I had, I went in there blind and picked Sobble, if I had known the evolution line and what they were gonna look like and how they were gonna act, I probably would have chose Score Bunny. Mm-hmm. And same thing in X and Y. I ended up choosing um, I chose Chespin for my starter in X and Y. But if I had known about um, Greninja, I would have chose Froakie. But it's not about the competitive side. It's about playing with what Pokemon you like the most, and is your favorite. Yeah. But I mean, a long time ago, I like Froakie more than I like Chespin now. <laughs> <laughs> because you saw the rest of his evolution, and I like Score Bunny more than I like Sobble now. Oh, that's yeah. hard to say though, because I can't not love Sobble for that cry. He's such a crybaby. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a, it's more of a difficult choice between Score Bunny and Sobble. Yeah. I mean, they're both kind of halfway through. But Chespin and Froki, I feel like there's an obvious winner. <laughs> I just, like I did not like Chespin that much. Really? Like as soon as well, as soon as I found out his other evolutions. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's because Chespin the way he is, perfect. Just keep him that way, and then somehow he got fatter, and then he shedded that fat and wore it as a cape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, I can agree. I didn't. I didn't know about the evolutions. I wanted to go in blind. I regret my decisions now. I'll never do that again. <laughs> Although, at least not for Pokemon. Who knows with how Pokemon Arceus is going to be? I mean, I we've or learned who knows that how the evolutions are going to look like. I mean, yeah, but we've learned the typings, and honestly, I don't really think. Oh God, I don't. I don't know, dude. Fire Ghost type or Typhlosion? I feel like he's got to look sick. No way they butcher this. Well, he can either look sick as in cool or sick as in mentally diseased. So either way, <laughs> either way, he'd probably still be cool. Although you never know, dude. Uh, Samurai might actually be good. So actually, I was thinking about that. So do you think Samurai would be like more like a samurai? I hope this one? that'd be sick. Because I think originally that was the plan for him. Like, he was supposed to kind of look like a, a, well, he even says here, known as the formidable Pokemon. I mean, if you look at his second evolution, he looks really dope. He looks like he's ready to just take out a sword. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, I wonder if 
their evolution in um, Arceus will be more like, like he'll truly be more like the Samurai. Yeah. I mean, like a weird ass seal. I, we'll have to see what they look like. If he stands up on two legs, I might have to choose him over Typhlosion. I'm not gonna lie. We'll see. <laughs> I was about to say, if he comes by Tito. If he if he stands up on two feet, I'll be like, okay, all right, he's an actual samurai now. Right. We we will see what they look like, right? They might all look way better than I thought. You never know. I'm like imagining Decidueye going to a fighting type from a ghost was really weird for me, but after imagining the whole like rogue feel for him, I could probably see it working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I honest, could. Could. honestly with that, I think it's a great spot to end it off. Oh, it could be like a Ronin instead of a samurai. Maybe, you never know. But I think this is a great spot to end it off and uh next week uh we might talk a little bit more cuz I have a lot of subjects written down that I didn't even touch. <laughs> <laughs> so and and then the week following that, you you already know what we're going to be talking about. Gonna be about legendary series. Let's be real. Here. Oh my god, I'm so glad you. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, I was so scared. <laughs> I was so afraid. I was like, I, I sure hope it's legendary series. I imagine the. Uh, have you seen Wreck It Ralph? Yeah. Have you seen the the gumdrop guy or whatever? <laughs> oh my god. That's who I was imagining. When he was like, I can't remember what he said. He's like, I'll lick you, or or I'll put you in my mouth. And he was like. He was like, oh no, please don't. I'm sorry. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and he fucking like, st- he stuck him to that weird like lollipop thing. And he was like, you hang around. He's like, yes, sir. Yes, I sure will. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to our podcast for the episode three Pokemon. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. I certainly did. And uh, we'll catch you all in the next one. Yeah? Yep. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. See ya. (laughs)